Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got breaking news in the NBA, and we'll get to that later. Hi, everybody, and welcome <laughs> back to My Brother's an Idiot. Wow. Did you like that? Did you like that one? Yeah? You like that? In the biz, they call that a tease. That's a tease. He teased. That's the first one ever. We haven't done that yet. I know. We're, We're like grown-ups. We're like adults and everything. <laughs> Welcome back to My Brother's an Idiot, the podcast where we discuss sports and whatever the hell else we want because we find ourselves entertaining and we hope that you do too. Welcome. <laughs> my don't name. really care though. <laughs> You're not supposed to be talking yet, sir. God, already breaking the rules. My name is Matt. I'm the king of the goons. Let me kick you around the rest of the squad. First, holding down the fort in extreme Southern command. He is... My co-brother-in-law, the proprietor of Knox Nostalgia Collectibles. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Tank. What's up, bud? Hey, everybody. Despite where we are as a franchise, I'm still wearing the Rockies hat. Awesome. Good to see you, friend. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Next, and certainly not least, uh, the man we've named the podcast after. He is the Guldagoon, the Kaiser, the one with the hair, and apparently today he's just a rock. I summon him. Goon? I am here. You misread my name. Uh, Rocco is just a rock. We'll get to that later. But it, I'm not just a rock. Rocco is just. Oh, a I rock. know Rocco's just a rock. I was playing okay, on words that, there. Okay, but I'm not the rock. It's no, you're just a rock. I'm wearing my choo-choo shirt today. You can't really see it, but it's the the choo-choo train for Electric Cowboy. That's right. <laughs> Got my choo-choo shirt going today. We're ready to go, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Get into this That's shit. awesome. Let's get into it. All right. Yeah, we're already late. Let's fucking go. Let's go. All right. Uh, to start off the shenanigans, we are going to do a goon fantasy draft, the best college football quarterbacks of all time. Three rounds. Uh, one, two, three, one, two, three will be the format. I plugged everyone into another one of those silly randomizers and it came out tank me mark. So tank, you get the first pick. Take it away. I'm going to go with the, the greatest college quarterback ever. Timothy Tebow. All right. Where's the vein? There's no vein. No you can make that argument. You can make that argument. He was an outstanding college quarterback. He's not right. as good as the guy I'm going to pick. But oh, no. I, we're, we're taking the pro out of this completely. Yeah, Out-of-the-form absolutely. Yeah. In college. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. One of the best oh, college quarterbacks. I, I, forgot. I, said, I set it up wrong. I forgot yeah. that he won a playoff game for the for the Broncos. Yeah. I'm going to move on to my pick. Move on to my pick. And I'm so glad that you went the direction you did because my guy is clearly better. Uh, Tommy Frazier was an absolute problem in the early 90s for Nebraska. Give me Tommy Frazier as my pick. That's my number four. Oh, gosh. Are we doing snake draft? Nope. One, two, three, one, two, three. Damn it. So mine, mine's not going to make it through the second round, but I, I have a tough choice here, guys. You've left the door wide open for me with two. Um, I am going to go with Vince Young here. Um, the man is an absolute legend, and just watching him just shred USC, just it gives me such fucking great feelings in the pit of my stomach. Give me Vince Young. <laughs> All right. Good call. Okay, Tank, you're up for number two. Well, I was hoping for Vince, but uh, since he's gone, uh, Charlie Ward. Okay, I'm with it. 
I mean, he wasn't on I, any I, list. I've got a chance. I ever saw, but okay. Yeah, you do have a chance. I've got a chance. What do you say? Where there's you a chance. Going? Where are you going here? Where am I going? Where am I going? Ah. Did I fuck you over with Vince Young, too? <laughs> no, oh. no. He was on my list, and I've, I, I don't really have him ranked at all. Ah. You know what? He never won a Heisman, he never won a national championship. But he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to have ever played the game, college or pro. I'll take Peyton fucking Manning. Yeah, good choice. That's a good one. Good choice. Not my choice, which is awesome. So I got okay, my two good. top picks. And I'm really excited to announce that the miracle in Miami is our second round pick. Give me fucking Flutie Flakes, baby. Oh, I'm yeah. taking Doug Flutie. <laughs> he was on my list, too. <clears throat> Same here. Yeah, my list was like I, yeah. twenty people long. We we yeah, we watched a whole. Bunch he was of uh he was filming commercials for a local Jersey Mike's right by Fenway Park when we were there back in um May, and I had to do this whole like, I got to get a picture of him and go back and like, but not like you know bug him and stuff. I'm like, holy fuck, that was Doug Flutie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, i'm sure it's not hard to miss him he's like this freaking tall right yeah i was like who's that guy filming commercials and i thought about him like oh my god that's fucking doug flutie he's still in great shape by the way holy shit i'll bet all right tank your last pick who you got god that's so hard to narrow down to be honest but i'm gonna take the homer pick and go with slash cordell stewart oh fuck you all right i still got a chance here this give me, yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's a give me, right? I know. I I think I'm hoping you don't. You know go what? Me. Go ahead. All right. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go old guy stature. Oh, we're good job. This guy job, is fifth all time in TCU history with 40 touchdown <laughs> passes, and he did it in the 30s. Going for the <laughs> Sammy Baugh. Yeah, good good call. <laughs> Good call. Slinging Sammy Baugh. Now, I'm really glad. I've got a fucking great class of quarterbacks, and these guys, all three of these guys are just fucking monster cannon arm guys who were able to run around in the pocket. Uh, nobody ran around in the pocket quite like Michael Vick, though. Um, uh, you know, I, give me Michael Vick all day. See, I was sure he was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. sure he was going to do I, it. I, I, like, I, I get I get Michael Vick is a bad guy, but if we're just talking straight up, like he's one of the greatest college quarterbacks. Oh no, that dude was a menace on the football field. Yeah, he was a juke well, stick. He was the juke stick. Here's a problem with Michael Vick: he never threw for more than two thousand yards, and he never ran for more than six hundred and twenty in two years. Yeah. Okay. Could anybody stop him though? <laughs> Florida State couldn't, and I think that's where a lot of it comes from, is that one game against yes. Florida State, right? Yes. I mean, he was otherworldly in that game. But. Yeah, absolutely. See, I wasn't sure who you were going with on that last one. I was thinking you might have gone with uh, Superman, Cam Bam Newton. I thought about Superman, too, but I, yeah. after watching him get wrecked by the Broncos, I don't think I could ever like pick him up with my hands again because he's just made of broken bones now. So oh, yeah. we're just going to let him just oh, yeah. lay on a right. floor. And he there's an and he only really played the one year. Yeah, but he did so crazy good that year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was unstoppable. He was the, I mean, legitimately earned himself the first pick in the draft. Whoa, yeah, 100%. And there is so many other honorable mentions that it's absurd. 
you're right. There's there's a ton of other options you can do there. Like I'm, I'm right. I I had a list up and I think I closed it out. I did because that's the guy kind of guy I am. Oh yeah, I literally have twenty <sighs> people deep on the yeah. list. Hell, there's there's one that's playing now that could be better than all of them, guys. Caleb Williams is a problem. Yeah. Right? yeah. Matt Leinert, come on. Eric Crouch, yeah. come on. Yeah. Steve McNair, come on. Kellen Moore, yeah. Carson Kellen Paul Moore at me Boise State. Mm-hmm. Sam Bradford, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What was the name of the kid that played for Houston forever and has all the passing records? And then Colt McCoy, come on, he's he's got to be yeah. up there. Oh yeah, for Texas. Well, hell, Colt Brennan. Colt Brennan. Oh, Colt, yeah. Colt Brennan yeah. in Hawaii. Colt Brennan in Hawaii, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and that guy, that guy got thrown out of Colorado because he got convicted of breaking oh. and entering. Then went over to June Jones and broke every record there was. Another um, Andrew, Hawaii, Timmy Andrew Luck. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we can't not talk about Sanford, not talk about John Elway. John Elway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pat White for West Virginia when they were actually good for a few years there. Holy shit. Chase Daniel was one I was thinking Chase about, but Daniel he was from, from uh, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a good, there's a lot. Hell, of I, I saw some list that had Case Keenum on it, and I was like, really? And then I thought about him like, he was great. Yeah, he was actually pretty good. He was amazing. In <laughs> he was great. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He was just small. It's that thing where you say, you just separate the, the pro career from the college career, and you have to like only look at that part. And when I hear Case Keenum, I'm like, when I hear I Case, about, I'm like, oh no, no. When I yeah. think about Case Keenum, I think about Case Keesum. Case Keesum. Yep. <laughs> He's announcing his. John Elway is announcing his players that can't get any of their that, names right. I'd like to thank John right. Elway. I'd like to thank John Elway. <laughs> Still one of the best ones ever. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Thanked himself. <laughs> All right. Good job. So Tank's got Tebow, Charlie Ward, and Cordell Stewart. I've got Tommy Fraser, Peyton Manning, and Sammy Bod. Mark's got Vince Young, Flutie Flakes, and Mike Beck. I'd go to war with that group. Absolutely. That's yeah, that's yeah. a solid. That's a that's, solid group. Yeah, that's solid. And we got through our first bit in only ten minutes. Good job, guys. I think that deserves a pat on the back. Go ahead. Pat yourself on the back. Bam. There you go. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to happenings in the NFL. Uh, We'll touch on a few games here. The Cincinnati Rams game was much ballyhooed and ended up being terrible. Joe Burrow is going to be fighting that calf all year long, guys. Um, Do they have any hope of winning the AFC North? Yes. And it's, if they can get a halfway decent performance out of the offense, that fucking defense looks monstrous. At, t- at times, that defense looks like they can shut anybody in the world down. I think they'll be fine. Um, they Joe Burrow's had a slow start before already in his career. Uh, th- I hope the injury, he gets better, you know, whatever. But <sighs> I just they're, – they're just – they're a much better team than they're playing, and I think that they'll correct it themselves. You know, it's it's a long season, and the AFC right. North is not good. Right. Well, we saw we saw Baltimore lose right in overtime to Indianapolis, and they were missing like a third of their starters. Yeah, yeah, including the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. That uh, their injury list is absurd already. And fuck Cleveland. So there's that. Right. Yeah. So. Right. And well, I think just that, Pittsburgh. I mean, Kenny Pickett's great, but he's, you know, Kenny Pickett. They may have three of the top five defenses, though, in that division. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you're probably right, but that's Cleveland's the way it is ridiculous. always in the AFC North. Yeah, Nobody's going to win more than 10 games in that division. The winner's going to no, maybe right. have 11 wins. No, they're going to the shit out of each other. It is yeah. AFC West. That's just – or I'm sorry, AFC North, and that's just – that. We're seeing it. This is the Rust Belt in action, right? Yeah, it's it's the, it's as Berman used to say. It's the Norris Division. This is what it's going to be we'll, again. We'll start, I think, I'll start calling it the Big Ten Division of the NFL. All right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think all of Cincinnati's hopes pin on the health and legs of Joe Mixon because they don't have anybody behind him as long as he's running the way that he's running right now. Yeah, they are going to be successful, uh, but. We've had the running back conversation before. He is a little bit long in the tooth, so we'll see if he holds up. That phrase, will somebody explain to me, like, some other time, not now, what it means long to be in long tooth. in the tooth? Because I'm just like, every time I think about it, I'm like, are we measuring teeth? And, like, was there at some point, like, the longer the tooth, the older you were? Like, not tree rings? Not in people. Animals, yes. No, I get that. But where does that phrase come from, that, long in the tooth? That's where it comes for from. Come. That's where it comes from. Animals. It comes from the animal kingdom. That's how you measure the age of like sharks and shit like that. You, what? You cut like their leg open or you just like rip out a tooth out of their mouth? Like you must be around. You measure the tooth. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. And we can't Slight talk about it. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. You can't give me the full moving on. <laughs> I'm going to give you the moving on. Okay, fine. We can't talk about the NFL without talking about Tank's favorite player, Danny Dimes, who looked absolutely God, fucking he's... dreadful. Vanilla Vic looked so bad. <laughs> you need to let him run some more. <laughs> Why? So he can Why? Because the passing thing's not working right now. Right. Because the only way that Danny Dimes can get to a thousand yards rushing is if they rush him more. <laughs> well, they're not doing anything. Yeah. That offense is completely anemic. That offensive line. You just want to win one of worst. your preseason bets. Huh? You just want to win one of your preseason bets. Your hot takes. The other, the other, there's a couple runners that are getting, it's looking like it's going to go that direction. So I'm not too worried about it. But they legitimately need him to run the ball for that offense to work. They legitimately point. need him to play better than he's playing. Oh, he's true. Right. But they also need to you guys, block. You guys saw the TikTok I sent you with Danny Dimes trying to look at the defense, oh, and he's God. like that was literally scared out of his brain. Right. That I have was no crazy. idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that was horrendous. <laughs> but that, that uh, offensive line is so trash bag, though. It's repulsive how terrible that offense is altogether. Yeah. I don't understand how they can be that ineffective and still be professional athletes. Well, let's talk about a couple other surprise results that happened over the weekend. We uh, mentioned it once, the Colts in overtime over Baltimore. None of us saw that one coming, did we, fellas? Ugly game. Jesus Christ. 18-17 was the final? No, wait. I'm looking at the wrong score. What was the final of that one? I think it was three points. 22-19. Uh, Twenty-two, yeah, nineteen. That's three. Cool. three points. It was a field goal. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, just bad. And, and uh, Gardner did fucking uh, the the step out the end zone bullshit. The Arlof- yeah, Arlofsky, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did the Arlovsky. Yeah. <laughs> the mustache leads the Colts to victory. That's wild. <laughs> so crazy to me. Oh, God bless Gardner Minshew. May he play for another 10 the, years. The Ravens, they they have half their damn team on IR at this point. 
It's they have a whole yeah, pro they, bowl team on the IR. <laughs> they, they they were they were out of I think what was it fourteen of their twenty two starters last week. Mm-hmm. Seven on offense and seven on defense. That's half, In, including their entire offensive line essentially. And quarterback. Yeah, and quarterback. That's bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a rough sledding for sure. The other real surprise one I think that none of us saw coming, the Texans beating Jacksonville. Well, there was one other surprise. <laughs> there was one other one. Just realized that that one's not on this list. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jacksonville I mean, looking like they can't beat themselves at this point. You know, Trevor has had a massive regression seemingly from how he playing down to their competition. Season. They, they seem to be in that that set of young team getting thrown together where they are playing to the level of their competition in every game. And if you do that, you're going to get beat by teams you should be beating handily. And I think that's what you saw on Sunday. Yeah, they made an Ohio State point. quarterback look good. We love Well, him. he's had love three. That. And I'll say it, he's had three good weeks. We'll yeah. see if it continues. Yeah. Um, he's been good enough for me to drop Justin Fields and add him, so I didn't feel too bad about it. Oh, did you add him? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, actually. Nobody was cares about, about like, your fat dusty team. <laughs> yeah, CJ Stroud looking like the best of the rookie class somehow. Yeah, he's yeah, looking so far. awesome. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so they, far. with with the young team like that, with seemingly no talent, very little you know coaching respect around him, they they're doing the right thing and letting him dictate the offense. You know, they're they're doing the things that he does well to keep within himself, and then letting him be an athlete. And I think that's smart. That's what mm-hmm. everyone should do if you draft a number one pick. Like, all right, mm-hmm. let's form the offense around the guy we're going to spend five hundred million dollars on eventually. You know, like. <clears throat> We're going to eventually be a franchise based around this guy. You've got to go all in. And when you see other teams not do it like that, you can see that they just, you know, fail. It's, 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 that's just the way it is. If you, you draft somebody that high, you have to play to their strengths. And Houston seems to be doing that. Right. Uh, I do want to call out uh, former Bronco fullback Andrew Beck getting an 85-yard touchdown yeah. to turn on a kickoff. That shit was like, awesome. <laughs> That shit was awesome. That's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It was from so a good. Five ten white guy. I mean, come on. It was so good. <laughs> oh man. You go, Andrew Beck. You go. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was so good. But what about them All cowboys, right. huh? Let's we did. Yeah, I, I did mean I did mean to put the cowboys on here, and I totally spaced it. But, I, oh, you know, I had him on here, and I pulled him because the agenda was getting long. But what uh, the hell? Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But I, I, I just want to just enjoy the fact that the cowboys choked on a giant bird shaped dick on prime. How time. do you let? How do you let Josh Dobbs beat you like that? And the the fact that everyone, all eyes were in Kansas City because Taylor was there, and they pulled it off all the national broadcasts because that game was <laughs> so right, out so of bad. hand by halftime, and they're like, "Fuck it, let's watch the Cowboys lose," you know. So right. like, not only do you have all of the fucking Swifties on there, but now you've got the entire nation looking at that fucking football game. Mm. I love it. I love watching the Cowboys lose and choke in prime time, man. Fucking love right. it. Yeah, make it, I think Josh Dobbs look like a world beater somehow. 
Well, you know, that's Mike McCarthy's MO, man. He just likes to get beat in strange ways by strange oh, teams. In, in the public not, view, not too. He is just like 100%. Yeah. When everyone is watching, he is going to sit on a dick and break it. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> is it his own at least? <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Yeah, he, he stepped on his own junk. So. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> on national television. Right. Way to go. Josh Dobbs. Give me a Josh Dobbs. <laughs> fucking Arizona goddamn Pac-12 Cardinals. Yeah. God, they, and they were my pick to go 0-7. Right. Did they fuck it up? Two of them. Cowboys? Two of them fucked it up. <laughs> Two of them fucked it up. And then, yeah, Dak had to go and, you know, prove everyone right in crunch time and throw an interception in the end zone. Yeah, man, threw a pick. Although it is his first one. So he went, he went almost three full games without throwing one. Right. Because nobody was less than nine. Matt, nobody was watching the other two and a half. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Switch to that game at halftime. (laughs) Waited until the absolute worst time to throw (laughs) one to do it. (laughs) Where's Taylor Swift? Oh, the Cowboys. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's so good. All right, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room and Ugh. the Denver Broncos losing to Miami historically 70 to 20. The uh, worst defensive performance in NFL history. That's impressive. So yeah. my only hope for it, I have two comments about this game, and then I'll let you guys kind of take over and talk the X's and O's because you're better at that than I am. Uh, one of which is somebody came up to me. Actually, I had several people asking did you see what happened in the fourth quarter of that game? No, I didn't watch it. It's bad football, and at that point, I'm, I'm not going to watch a bad football game. I'm just not. I've got better things to do with my time than watch these overpaid crybaby millionaires be awful on television. Like, it, There's other things I can do on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Like, I'm just not going to watch it. Uh, the, the other comment I have is my only hope for that game being less embarrassing was that Kansas City put more of a hurt on the Bears than the Broncos lost by. And Kansas City took the foot off the gas at halftime. And we also saw that Kansas City, if Mahomes goes down, Kansas City is fucked. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are fucked. Yeah. yeah. And that that uh, ankle looks like it's going to need to be watched. Yes. Because he was not walking no. well. And he, that, holy fuck, their backup quarterback situation is not way yeah, dude, it's, <laughs> it's fucking. I did. It's Who not immediately good. came out of halftime mm-hmm. and threw a pick. <laughs> yes, yes. Didn't he throw two in the game? I think it was two, but he immediately came out of halftime and threw. And I was like, "Well, how did right. that happen? Yeah. Why? Why did Kansas awful. City turn over the ball immediately? Awful, oh. awful, <laughs> awful." So no. they, they've got to hope Mahomes' ankle gets held together. They need to get MacGyver out there and you know use rubber bands and shit like that get it together because they they will not they will not win the division if he goes down he's yeah. the he's the, the he's the, that blaine gabbert is the worst no. backup quarterback in the afc west yeah i mean you say that but they also have the chargers the raiders and the broncos in the same division so i mean well according to vegas the- we've got some interesting things coming up <laughs> okay apparently the chargers are like the best team in the world <laughs> Holy fuck. It's wild. Anyways, let, let's go back to the game. That, that's have... all I had to say was just those two things. You guys kind of take over from there. I don't want to talk about I... bad football anymore. But yeah. you to, to, Mark, to Mark's point, 
to Mark's point, I also stopped watching in the third quarter. Uh, I went and painted the goon cave because I real honestly would much rather be in a basement breathing paint fumes and watching that garbage. Um, but what we did. <laughs> I made a similar joke about the game on Sunday coming up. I need to go to church because that's going to be more exciting. Right. Uh, a couple of things to note here. One, the Miami Dolphins may be the fastest team in history. They put up the sixth, this top six fastest ball carrying plays of the year so far in that game. And four of them were by a guy we've never even heard of. Right. So this eight chain guy is just immensely fast. We already know how good Tyreek is. They couldn't generate anything that amounted to a, a pass rush, which they haven't been able to do all year. Tua already throws the ball very quickly. This Miami team tank is very dangerous. Oh, God, yeah. Incredibly dangerous. They did an amazing job, and their offense is amazing. And on that game alone, they could have, be hitting historical levels of across-the-season work just because of that one game. Um, but I don't think people should expect that to be the norm. That was a hurricane of misfortune for Denver, apparently, to where they had their second team in and they still scored three touchdowns. So I don't know what <laughs> a chain. Yeah, there were a lot of over 10 yards of carry. Yeah, there were a lot of business decisions <laughs> made in this game. It didn't help that you're missing your top two safeties, one for the season, and I'm really worried about Justin Simmons' hip because that that kind of an injury will linger. Oh, he was looking um, slow, yeah. Uh, and they – Kent uh, Green Jackson uh, did not look like himself. I'm sure the flags and the fines have something to do with that. Uh, they just – didn't look like they were there. They clearly wore down. And one of the, the narratives going into the game was the heat and the humidity and how Miami always puts the visitors on the sun side and there's not much you can do about it. And they clearly wore out, clearly had nothing left to give. And it ended up being just something I would rather forget. Yeah, and one of the you know one of the unfortunate narratives that seems to still exist with this team is they think it's the same thing that was going on last year, and it's not. The offense did not do amazingly, but they did okay. The problem was that the defense was just so horrendous that you don't. There's not a quarterback in this league that could make up 51 points in a game. No, no you no, cannot no. be held responsible for that. That's right. that's insanity. Right. And so the the narrative of oh well, Russ sucks is like no, Russ doesn't suck. Now the whole Russ team is sucks. Russ's contract made some things difficult to pay for players and stuff like that. But the biggest issue we're running into is it, it has to be at least somewhat a scheming issue because there are people getting beat. Patrick Satan got beat twice and not because he got beat on a good route. He just was in the wrong position. He got beat well, twice. Here's the problem. If you're playing the fastest team in the country and you know it, you need to tell your stud that he can't get beat deep. And that's all on coaching. Well, and that's, that's, you think, that's wait, you think they people. didn't do that? Everybody, everybody else, every that. other team in the NFL is not letting people pass them like that. They're, they're getting in this cover two shell. How in this year in the NFL where everyone is playing cover two shell and nothing is getting behind them, do you let people get behind you? And like, that's if, exactly if, if, if it's not working, change it. It's and the they're not adjustable. Well, I don't. I, I don't think anything. I don't think any. I don't think anything was going to work. No, right? I don't care was. if it's scheming right. or not. 
the, the underlying issue with this team here, guys, and I'm going to use a story to make this point. So there's, uh, you guys know the golfer, Greg Norman. There once was, was a man a, from Nantucket. Oh, not that yeah, story. Right. Anyways, go ahead. So Greg Norman, Greg Norman was in a pro-am a bunch of years ago and he was playing, you know, pro-ams who they play with other people. Right. And this guy that was playing with Greg was asking him for some tips. He's like, what do you think I should do with my swing? And, and Greg says, you've got a loft problem. And the guy looks at his clubs like a loft problem. He goes, lack of fucking talent. This team has a lack of fucking talent. They have zero depth. They have zero speed. They've got maybe two guys on defense that could start on other teams. Everywhere else that we have a starter is a second or third stringer. The offense is, to Tank's point, okay. And Russell has been playing well. As a matter of fact, Russell's got the same stats almost to the yard and to the percentage point that Patrick Mahomes has. Right. So he's playing decently. Yeah. Take that second half of his performance out of it because the game plan had to get tossed and thrown away and everyone knew they were going to try to push the ball down the field because they had to. And when you do that with a defense that has a pass rush like that, you're going to get killed. Like You don't expect it to be 70 fucking points, but you're going to get killed. They need to... They need to slow the game down, get it closer, try to keep the game as close as possible, get fewer plays for their offense by running the ball more. But by the time it got out of hand, you can't do that anymore. And that's all talent, guys. It's all talent. Uh, buying into that, uh, I completely agree with you. I said something on Sunday about this team has had a problem for about a decade, and it's because John Elway never admitted that they needed to rebuild. So you kept buying all these bullshit quarterbacks and you kept trading to get offensive linemen and spending all this money in free agency and not building a talented team from the ground up the way it's supposed to. And then the last two years, you've traded away all of your draft picks for a coach and a quarterback. Neither one of them are performing. I mean, yeah, Russell's been okay. And yeah, Sean Payton's been okay. But are they worth the lack of depth that this team is showing? No, that's all on the general manager and the upper management. This team has been mismanaged for a decade because they've been scared to use the word rebuild and until they buy in and start building from the ground up with depth in the trenches and it line you know you you have these linebackers great but you don't really have anybody that's homegrown this team doesn't play together the offensive line is trash not just because there is a definite talent gap there but also these guys don't play together because some of them are hurt and most of them haven't played together because they're all new this year so that's tough on these guys too they can't get cohesive the, the best offensive league the last few years has always been the one that has been the most cohesive and has the most starts together. That's just the way it is. You can't do that through this process of we're a quarterback away, and that's that's what we're doing every year. We're a quarterback away. Our defense is awesome. Now you see it on both sides of the ball. The offense is bad. The defense is bad. You know, it's you're not doing you're not building a franchise the right way, and you don't have the ability to right now because you have zero draft picks. You have zero. So this team has got to we got to do something to build the depth. This is going to be a long year, guys. This is going to be a long year. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Okay, so I and I will say that I somewhat disagree with the talent perspective. I agree 100 percent with the depth perspective. But we do have defensive talent. But when you put defensive talent in the wrong position and utilize them Where? correctly. Where is the defensive talent? I'll give you two guys. You've got two and that's it. Well, I'm going to assume you're going to say PS2. Um, yeah, naturally. Yep. And then Simmons is the other one I'm assuming you're going to go with. 
I'm not going to count on him because he's hurt. It's yeah. Zach Allen. He's the okay, only Zach one. Allen. Okay, he was one of the ones yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say Zach Allen is one of the too. pieces of talent because he actually is in Jesus, but he was in the wrong position all game. You could tell that. You could tell he wasn't yeah. where he needed to be. Um, well, I think and, and again, Stingleton, is that is that coaching or is that that's coaching? Thank I you. I just, you're I not running a high cover I, two I shell to it. stop the, the people, keep people in front of you, and your your offensive and defensive linemen are always out of position, and you're not making adjustments. You're just getting killed worse in the second half than you were in the first. That is all on coaching. Yeah. Do you know why? Do you know why they were getting killed even worse in the second half? Because they were making fucking business decisions and they quit. Some of them were coaching. Definitely. They quit. They quit playing the game. They and that's that's on tackles. the players. These are professional yeah. football yeah. players who are paid a lot of money to play a game, yeah. and they need to do it at full speed well, every single play. Otherwise, what, until the I guys do, on the other side that are going full speed are going to make you look like that. I'll tell you what. Until I see, and I'm not going to have to see it. I'm going to have to rely on somebody else. I, until I see something that shows me that these guys have anything at any position that's worthwhile to watch football, I've got other games I can watch. I've got other things I can do on Sunday afternoons I'm not watching on Sunday. Fuck that. I'm, I'm done with this this bullshit. It, it, it's not, there's no point in me being so angry about a fucking game where these guys are making millions of dollars and just not performing. This This is not worth my time until they show me that it's worth my time. And so I'm done with them for now. I, I just, it's, it's been like this for too long. I'll, you know, I've got a, tickets to the couple of the games. I will go to those and I will be a participant. I was in just going to say, are you, are you going to the Jets game? Yeah, we're still going to the Jets <laughs> okay. game and we're still going to the Packers game later this year. So I'll, I'll go there um, and I'll probably have some hot dogs or whatever and support the team. But I, I just don't have it in me to put my heart and soul into a team that has no heart or soul. There is nothing. There's, the the coaching has been awful. The talent is awful. Everything about this has been awful, and it's structurally it's just got to be burnt down. The whole thing. Oh, Trade everybody well, away. Trade fucking yeah, everybody got, away. You've got another fourteen games of awful before we can trade get to awesome everybody game. away. That's fine. Get third and fourth and round draft picks for everybody. Fuck it. Get get Jerry Judy gone for a second. Maybe. Trade I, I, maybe I keep Pat Sertain and that's it, but trade everybody fucking else. See, and that's the I think that one of the pieces that he didn't look like he slowed down, but he looked like he just got tired, and that was Alex Singleton. I think he just got worn out. He's just exhausted. Chasing He's constantly. Everywhere. Yeah. Um Benito, <laughs> He's everywhere. Benito looked good when he was playing, but but they don't trust him. They don't there trust him. There must be him. a reason they don't trust him. Yeah, they see him in practice every day, so there's a reason why. There's he's a reason why they don't trust him. Yeah, Sean Payton Sa- has no holds for any of these guys. And, he right. he will play the best available, and I think and legitimately if he's not the best available. He's not going to play. Kareem Jackson, I think, is playing scared after the last two weeks. You I, I would tell, call it third. I think he's playing muted. He's yeah. oh, that's he, what I'm going to go muted. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he was not playing to his normal speed. Right during this right. game and you could see it that he was hesitant when he was going in for tackles guys he, he's he also hesitant he, to hurt people i i love the guy and we're seeing it now this is the same thing with the major league pitcher who's going bardall crystal jalapeno juice up the nose these guys <laughs> when they get older they get craftier and wiser and unfortunately you're seeing that with cream jackson his play is getting dirtier but it's because he's not able to keep up with some of these guys and he's trying to so not only is he playing muted but he's just getting older 
Oh, like, I, I love the guy, but he is he is playing a lot different, and it's also because he just is not physically as capable as he was three or four years ago to do these things every play. Mm-hmm. He and shouldn't be reason, out there every single play. He should not. Why are we Why are we suiting up only two safeties? Why haven't we found another? We have another one on the roster who hasn't really played. Uh, he must be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. I mean, um, the only thing Dale I can clearly played. He's got to be bad. He's got to be bad. Yeah, so I have no I idea what's think. going on there. And then or we have no second corner. That is also a huge issue because Damari Mathis is not the answer. Let's go ahead and Nobody's been the answer. <laughs> Nobody's been the answer. Right. Nobody's but, been the answer. We, we can I know, talk about but this until it's like the, the fucking face. right tackle. Yeah. He's getting God beat up it. way worse than I thought he was going to be. And oh, that's it's, scary. It's, yeah. It's brutal. All right, let's move on yeah. to next week. And I know, Mark, you're not going to watch it, but it is the, <laughs> I bowl, refuse. the bowl of suck. Uh, I will watch it as long as it, you know, it's competitive because, you know, I at least want to see a win. But we've got Chicago and Denver going at it. There's a lot of memes going around about this particular game because it's legitimately the two worst teams in the league. Tank, how do you see this one going? I think there's going to be more points in this game for Denver, but that's just because the Bears are garbage. I Who's? guess Denver can win, but I am I have a weird feeling that Sean Payton might actually be take, tanking in the most crafty way possible because he knows he's protected for a year. So well, and that's that's one of the reasons why he uh said what he said before the year started about yeah. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, he he is protected for at least one year, and I think he's just doing the most creative tank job you could ever experience, and it just happened to fold itself in half and then eat its own ass this last Sunday. So (laughs) they do have an out after this year with Russell Wilson. So if they have a lot of out yeah, they do, but there's still a huge cap hit that comes with it. So there's who knows. If he's playing average and the team plays average around him, I'll take that. I'll take nine and nine and eight right i'll, I'll take that nine I mean, wins we're no, taking nine I'm, wins. i'm not saying that's gonna happen this year i'm saying oh, that's the level jesus. that's no, what i thought you were saying i'm sorry no, jesus i was no. like so holy fuck i'll take the air somebody take, check the air in southern command man i'm saying four <laughs> wins max yeah i'll take like that level point. of football right let's what? And let's draft a guy and get a guy in here because the draft situation does get better. I also see this being a little bit more uh, of a better scoring affair on the Denver side. Uh, I think they'll be able to keep it, uh, keep their offense moving and keep on schedule. I do see Denver winning this one. Mark, do you care to offer an opinion? Yeah, um, I'll get into the the, the pick part of it in a little bit because we've we've got a thing for that. Right. Um, But uh, I think the Broncos will play better. Uh, mostly because they are not playing the best team in football. And also all of those other fuckers who are extraordinarily pissed off at the Broncos who are all on there, you know, like Mike McDaniels used to be the ball boy and got picked on and stuff. You don't think he ran up the score on accident? No, I don't think that he did. And Fangio, do you don't think that he was like, oh, just score another touchdown. Just score another (laughs) touchdown. Hey, just go another touchdown. I'm not case, saying I'm not saying there's anything shysty going on, but you know it's just like we deserve to get our asses beat that bad. I'm not saying that anything about Miami being shysty or anything, but they ran up the score, did they not? 
We deserved well, it. But well, they did. <laughs> yeah, you're but, gonna by you're gonna, running through how many tackles? Like you got to make a tackle yeah. to make them score the fucking right. Ball. To, to right. right. No, Twenty six missed tackles. Right, yeah. I get it. it, it, it and I'm not saying anything about how well or didn't the Broncos played. Right. I'm just saying you, right. you don't think that Mike McDaniel's is sitting at home going, "We put up seventy fucking points on those fuckers." If you that's know, the like, case, <laughs> he has remarkable self control for not making it seventy three. Yeah. <laughs> Because he yeah, could have really, if he really wanted, yeah, if he really wanted to twist the knife, he could have kicked the field goal. He could have taken the all-time record mm-hmm. in that game. I, if yeah, like again, I, I, I didn't watch any of that situational football because I refused oh, yeah. to be a, a part. He of took it. a knee on fourth down. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard all about in it. field goal range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's right. but the point is, that, yeah, the Broncos will be better because they are not playing that. In fact, it's the opposite. Yeah, right. one of the most anemic defenses in the league. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's but it might on. not be the game of the week, by the way. It might not be. Let's move on to some degeneracy because I'm sick and tired of talking about that bullshit. Uh, anybody place any bets this last week? No. I, I lost mine. <laughs> I, I did some horse bets on Saturday with the progenitor. Um, that was a lot of fun, but uh, did not do any football bets this week. Yeah, I had the Titans winning outright. I had Jacksonville covering the spread. Uh, I did have the Lions covering and the Eagles covering, so I was two for four. That's, That's not bad. Yeah. That's not terrible. Well, actually. problem was bad. it was it was in the same parlay bet. So oh, <laughs> well, that's stupid. <laughs> that's really bad. Yeah. You can't hit, hit all four. Yeah, yeah. You need to hit all four to get that plus fifteen oh three. Tank, uh-huh. you place anything? Not this last week, no. I, I looked at it and I was like, I don't really like our chances, so I'm just going to avoid it. Yeah, well, I left. I purposely left the Broncos off. I'm like, this is not going to go well. No. All right, it's time I'm- for our new favorite segment. Yeah, Mark, it's time for pew pew pick 'em. Pew pew pick 'em. A few moments later. <laughs> Uh, excuse me while I whip this out. I'm getting my handy dandy stopwatch together uh, with my eight second timer. <clears throat> for those of you who joined us for the first couple of weeks of the season, uh, we have been making our picks uh, game by game. And I did what I said I was going to do and did a little bit of homework besides just picking up the sheet from the office. Uh, I actually put the spreads on the sheet. So I don't have to look around and do all that goofy shit. So yeah, I did something. Hooray, everybody! Uh, you want so, a fucking cookie? <laughs> no, I'm good without a cookie. It'd be cool though. I mean, if you want how, to, how many appetizers did we give away last week? Because our picks weren't very good. <laughs> no, they weren't. Um, as far as I know, they they hadn't been scored yet. Um, okay, I'll, I'll let you guys know. But um, it was it wasn't pretty. No, <laughs> but I mean, it, you multiply that by everybody else. I mean, that, that's right. fine. But there were a lot of people that had some fun with this, so we're going to continue to have fun with it. Everybody gets eight seconds to give me their pick and what they think about the games. Uh, I give you the spread and the location and the names of the two teams. Uh, we do not have a fourth involved today, so uh, I will have to be the tiebreak if there is one. I think there will be a couple times on this. I'm really interested to see how this goes. First game on the docket, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Lions versus the Packers tomorrow night. Uh, that game is in Lambeau. The Lions are favored by one and a half point Matt Go. Yeah, this is the Lions season, man. They're going to win this one easy. 
Frank? God, it's hard, but yeah, I have to go with the Lions. They look like a better team right now. No tie to break there, so we'll just go ahead and go with the Lions. The next game on my list, and this is uh, an interesting one, but I think that the spread's kind of interesting too. Uh, we have Atlanta Falcons versus the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Swamp, and uh, the Swamp Monsters are favored by three at home. Matt, begin. Jacksonville's reeling, but we'll turn it back around. Give me j -Bell. Cool. Frank? Uh, I actually go with the opposite. I don't trust Jacksonville until they prove me wrong. Atlanta. Fuck, you're going to make me break this tie? This is a hard one. Um, I've got – I'm going to go ahead and pick the Jaguars just because they're at home. Uh, that's pretty much it. So we're going to go with the Jaguars. <clears throat> the next one is also interesting. You've got the Trash Bengals at the Trash Titans. This t this game is not going to be watchable, ladies and gentlemen. This is This is an awful, awful game. Uh, with a beat up quarterback and also one who's just he's it's 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 the Titans quarterback. What does he do? Nothing. Uh <clears throat> Bengals are favored by two and a half on the road. Uh Matt, go ahead. Derrick Henry is still dinged up Bengals until they prove me otherwise. <laughs> Bold of you, sir. Go ahead, Frank. <laughs> uh Tennessee has the most anemic offense in football, even worse than Pittsburgh. So it's gonna be the Bengals. Yeah, if your bread and butter isn't uh, 100%, you're not going to win the game because he is the bread and the butter and everything else, the Just, knife, all the stuff. Yeah. You can, yeah, go, let's, let's go ahead. Do it. Fix your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he got up in full left. Okay, so let's uh, talk about oh, something else. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Oh, Hi, girls. Oh, and he's muted. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> muted. Shh. Don't yell into the microphone. Hi, girls. You guys don't forget to say goodnight to Uncle Goon. Goodnight, Uncle Goon. Goodnight, Uncle Gonzo. Goodnight. Good night, girls. And she says goodnight, too. She's already asleep. Hi, yeah. right, girls. Uh, um, Uncle Gonzo? Yeah? Can you tell goodnight to Aunt Mimi for me? I will. I will. Okay. She loves you very much, okay? Okay. Okay. Hey, Uncle Mike. <laughs> Who's Uncle Mike? 100% <laughs> think that Uncle Mike is not paying attention to this. You're Uncle Goo and you're Uncle Gonzo. That's right. You get it right. Uncle Mike's not here. Thank Shut God the door. That. Shut the door. I said that on live. <laughs> Anyways. you oh. I'm her second favorite uncle. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. I've, sp I've spent eight seconds around her my entire life. <laughs> All of that still, at Chop House. <laughs> uh, it's still, you know, way more quality time than the other uncles have gotten. So uh, <laughs> you're, it's not, you're, trust me, it's, you're, that's a good list to be on. Uh, next game, we're going to just continue on and not talk trash about anybody on. Bye, girls. Uh, this is going to be an AFC North showdown. So we've got a Big Ten game in action. Uh, Ravens at Browns. The Browns are favored by three in this game. I think that's just because they're at home, I guess. Uh, let's start with Frank this time. I mean, the Ravens are the most injured team in the league, and the Browns actually have a good defense. So the Browns. Okay. Cleveland. Cleveland. Matt. I can't believe I'm going to say it. The Browns. Fuck Deshaun Watson. 
All right, I'm going to put my name over here just because I refuse to root for anything that has Deshaun Watson a part of it. But no, I'm with you. The the pick (laughs) is there, but in protest, all of our names are going to be on the Ravens. So we're going to really confuse the people there. We're picking Mm -hmm. the Browns, but we hate the Browns. Fuck you, F you, Browns. Okay, the next game, game of the week, ladies and gentlemen, your um denver broncos are on the road in chicago we've talked about this a bunch already this is a fun spread the broncos are favored by three and a half on the road matt go ahead and tell me what's going on in this one yeah denver takes it do they cover yes okay (laughs) frank do they cover offense is better than chicago's offense they cover they cover the three and a half yeah you guys both say they cover the three and a half yeah Mm -hmm. all right I, I say the Broncos are going to win. I don't see them winning by more than a field goal, though. I, I just don't oh, see it. I would take the over in this game, though. I think it's 46 points. I, like I didn't get a – I didn't – you know, but for next week, I'll add that as part of it. I've only got the over-under for the one that we need to pick the points on. So. Both of these defenses are so awful that I see this being a offensive festival. But neither one of these offenses can score points, Frank. <laughs> they can't against <laughs> shitty defenses. No, that's not how it works. Oh, anyways, okay, we're spending too much time on that. Uh, okay, you're right. We'll just say you're right on that one. Uh, next one is the LA Rams uh, at the Colts. Uh, Indianapolis is favored by one point in this. Go ahead, uh, Matt. Give me the Rams. No no commentary, just Rams? Just give me the Rams. Yeah, Clean that's a terrible game to pick. That's an awful game. game. I'm not even wasting my time to break it down. Just give me cool. a Go ahead, Frank. The Colts are weirdly better than they are supposed to be, and I think it's going to be the Colts that win. Okay. So you're picking the Colts? Uh, shit, tiebreaker. I'm going to go with the Colts just because they're at home. Both, Neither one of these teams are very good. Um, and then, you know, Richardson, he's doing well. So Colts it is. If he Dolphins. Played, really good yeah dolphins are on the road in buffalo let's remember that it is september guys uh the bills are favored by two and a half at home i get that uh i don't understand the spread but the bills are favored two and a half at at home in september against the miami dolphins matt go ahead give me the dolphins until (laughs) it's not the dolphins every week until something changes uh yeah frank yeah, I think the Bills having the the uh, points on here is a overreaction to last week. That's the Dolphins to win this. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Clean sweep on that one. I don't I don't understand that one at all. Uh, it's just because it's at home. Uh, another very interesting spread, guys. We have got the O three Vikings versus the O three Panthers, guys. This one is in Carolina. The Vikings are favored by four. The fucking Minnesota fucking Kirk Cousins Vikings, who have no offensive talent, are favored by four on the road. Frank, go ahead and tell me what's going on in this one. Uh, Jay Jettas still plays for the Vikings, right? So I'm going to take the Vikings. Okay. Matt? Yeah, Kirk Cousins plus Justin Jefferson is better than anything that Carolina has. All right. Do they cover? I they have an offensive line. Do they cover? Yeah. Yeah. On the road, they cover? Yeah. It, that's it, a it's weird. A, that's a six-point game. It's not watchable. No. no. It's going to be a bad game. 
Speaking right. of unwatchable, you've got your Pittsburgh Steelers, Michaela's favorite team, uh, are on the road taking the hapless Texans, who are not as hapless as we thought they were going to be. Uh, Steelers are still favored by three on the road. Uh, Matt, what do you think? You know what? The Texans have a decent defensive head coach. Give me the Texans. They looked pretty good last week. I almost didn't get that one. In almost. There. That was close. Frank, go. Another top five worst offense in the league with Pittsburgh. Give me the Texans. Okay. Uh, the Steelers are favored by three in this one. What do you think that is all about, guys? The Texans are gra- are terrible normally. So and- are you guys saying that Texans beating Steelers is like the biggest upset according to Vegas this week? Yes. Okay. That's the biggest, I, I, biggest one we've called so far. Yeah. Okay. Well, next is the <clears throat> wonderful Buccaneers that are two and one against the two and one Saints. They are in New Orleans for this one's guys, and the Saints are favored by three and a half. Mm-hmm. Matt, take it away. Is Derek Carr playing? That's the question. Uh, give me Tampa. I just I don't think Derek Carr is going to go. Okay, uh, Frank. Yeah, there's no Derek Carr. The Saints are garbage. So let's go Tampa. Who is the backup quarterback in New Orleans? Does anybody know? Is it still Taysom Hill? No, he's fully <laughs> playing tight end at this point. That's, that's what I thought. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Saints at home. I'm just going to put my little name Is it Jameis? But we yeah, will pick the book. It's Jameis in his turnover Jameis. factory. Yeah. It's, it's 30 for 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is 30 for 30. It's, but I'm still, town. it's Captain Crabblegs. Still give me the Saints at home. I do like their home field advantage. Uh, but, yeah, I'll pick the Buccaneers just because that's the way the game is played. Uh, next game on the docket is Washington. It goes on the road up the hill to Philadelphia to fetch a pail of water where the Eagles are favored by eight and a half at home. Uh, Matt, go ahead and take it away here. Do you, do you even have to ask me? It's Philly. And this do is they your- cover? Yeah, this is your yeah, 15. Six, yeah, this, this is 15. the most points you can assign to a game that we've had yet. Yeah, there's another one on here, but uh, we'll get to that one. Frank? Yeah, it's got to be Philly. Yeah. Jesus. Clean sweep there. <laughs> this next one is super awesome and interesting. I love it. It's an AFC West showdown. Uh, you've got the Las Vegas Raiders of Anaheim and all the San Luis Obispo counties uh, going into what? Los Angeles. Luis <laughs> Obispo. I don't know. I just thought about that that one bit in uh, Zora the Gay Blade where they <laughs> <laughs> it's Luis Obispo from Bakersfield. <laughs> Charge <clears throat> the Raiders are playing the Chargers guys in Los Angeles. It's not a home game. It's the Raiders fans are going to take over that place. But the Chargers are favored by five and a half in this one. Matt, go ahead and tell me what you see. The Raiders are awful. It's going to be the Chargers. They still beat the Broncos. They're not that bad. Frank, go ahead. Uh, I think that spread is basically basically just Justin Herbert. So, yeah, let's go with the Chargers. Okay. Justin Herbert is probably worth more than five and a half, but I will agree with you. Give me the Chargers at home. Well, the reason Uh, it's five and a half is because he has to overcome (laughs) Staley. The next one, I think, is going to actually be my 16-point game, but I want to know in this one because we all know who's going to win the game. Will they cover on this one? That's what we're going with with these big spreads. I'm going to go ahead and circle the 49ers at home. They're favored by 14. Uh, Matt, will they cover the 14? Who are they playing? The Cardinals. No. 
So they don't cover the 14. Frank, go. Oh, shit. I don't think they cover it either, but I think the 49ers win. No, absolutely. 49ers, they better. Right. They better. Or That's else. what everyone said. Like, wasn't it a 12.5-point spread for Cowboys here's, last week? Here's what happens. If the Cardinals win two games in a row against two of the best teams in the NFC, do they become like playoff contenders? No. Yes. <laughs> but they would, right? Weirdly enough, they do. Fucking yeah. Anyway, speaking of the loser Cowboys, uh, they're at home this week coming up. And they uh, have the New England Patriots coming down uh, to uh, help them defend the Alamo or something. I don't know. Uh, so Patriots, <laughs> Patriots in Dallas. <laughs> I know. Patriots are in Dallas to beat up uh, Jerry Jones. And they're favored. The Cowboys are favored by six and a half at home. Matt, take it away. Yeah, it's going to be the Cowboys. They don't shit the bed twice in a row. Frank. I think Bilicek is the type of coach that saw what happened last week and will make it happen again. Give me the Pats. You've got the Pats on the road against the Cowboys. Just because we saw how to beat the Cowboys last week, and that is Belichick's bread and butter. Here's the thing. We picked the Cowboys last week. Every time we pick the Cowboys, they fuck us. I just feel like that way because it happened last week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and be with Matt on this one and take the Cowboys. Okay. <sighs> Give me the big right. spread. Speaking of big spreads, Chiefs are going up to New York to play the hapless Jets, who are uh, probably going to start Trevor Simeon against Denver in a couple weeks. Trevor Simeon uh, toast crunch. That's what I'm saying. Give yeah. me <laughs> return of Trevor to the Broncos. Uh, not the way we want to see it. And Coach Hackett. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half on the road. Um, do we need to pick this one? Or should we just cover the spread? The uh, let's just win. cover the game. Chief, the Chiefs, Chiefs win, the right? The Chiefs win easily and they cover. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. We don't have to worry about that one. No. The last game on the docket. Um, <clears throat> the over-under on this game is 47 and a half, guys. And that is important because it is the Monday night football game. Uh, which means we have to pick the total number of points for the tiebreak. Uh, so the 47 and a half point spread is there. It is the Seahawks at Giants. The Giants and Danny Dimes are favored by one point. Frank, what? Defend. The, the Giants are in New York, favored by one point against the Seahawks. Defend Vegas, Frank. Oh Jesus! I can't defend that. Um, I take the Seahawks and I go thirty-four twenty-seven. I think the over hits. Okay, thirty-four to twenty-seven. You see the Giants scoring twenty-seven Hold points. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta that write that one. Hold on. One second. Twenty-seven secondary for the Seahawks. Look at thirty-four it. to twenty-seven. So that's. Uh, shit, I can't. Math, 61 points for Frank. Okay, yeah. that is definitely the over. Matt, do you want to go on? <laughs> the Seahawks win, and it's going to be 17 to 16. <laughs> that seems more likely to me. 27 so you take, points. But you picked the Seahawks, right, Frank? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't have to pick shit. All right. <laughs> 27 points. <laughs> Kenneth Walker gets 200 rushing yards. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Sharp. This is going to be Charbonnet's coming out party. Wow. How is how is the how how is New York favored at home in this game? They, has anybody ever watched the New York Giants play football this year? I think it. I think it's what I'm saying. The the secondary for the Seahawks is dog shit. And I think that's what people are expecting is that they'll just let loose against that defense. My alternatively, air. alternatively, 
What if it's just sharp money coming on the natural three-point game? Ooh, could be. <clears throat> this is a smart it's way moving, to play. But it. nobody wants to get bet it, which is why it's only moved two points. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get that you get that three-point bump for being at home if you play it, yeah. you know, on a neutral site. So they're, right. they're saying that Seattle's a better team on a neutral site by two points, but whatever. Well, it's it's late enough in the week that you know some money may have come in on it, but whatever. It may adjust. That may yeah. go even. Weirdly enough, I I would bet it. I would bet it hard the other way. But that has been pew pew pick 'em, guys. Uh, let us know what you think. We need to adjust it. We could do five second timers next time. That could be fun. Uh, back to you. All right, thanks, Mark. Good job, pew pew pick 'em. Let's move on to news and notes in Major League Baseball. And guys, guys. Guys, that's awesome. Finally, they finally did it. It's so awesome. We get to I am etch. So happy. The name of that team onto the Spiders oh. Cup. You, you're not saying it because she's in the room, huh? The first time in their history, the Colorado Rockies have lost 100 games, and after tonight, it'll be 101 because they're getting killed by the Dodgers. Oh, oh, it's yeah. rain and losses. Hallelujah. It's rain and losses. Hallelujah. It's rain and losses. But before we get into that a little bit more, I do want to point out we did mention the last time we got together how uh the Royals got there first, right? With 101. Yeah. And then the, well, the, the the A's had just snuck in. Since right then, yeah. since then, yeah, it's 110 for the A's. <laughs> Like, yeah, they blew right past they that. They yeah. haven't won a game in yeah. weeks. The Royals <laughs> are eight and two, their last ten, and the A's are two and eight, their last ten, and are going so to bad. definitely. We'll, we'll plant the flag of the Spiders Cup in Oakland for now, but it's it's absolute insanity. Just oh, so, so bad, bad. so bad. Uh, that baseball is bad. And you, Mark, okay. Mark, do you think that this is going to? Bring about any change at 20th no. Lake. I nope. didn't think so either. Nope. Nope. Do I need to explain why it's a broken no, well, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because they were 14th in the league in attendance and averaging 32,000 again. Well, and not only that, but they own a block of the city just fucking to the wherever of that. And they're making just, the just house, as yeah. much money on that. Mm-hmm. Just as much money on that. They don't have to do a fucking thing. They could do less and still make money. Mm-hmm. We could. you guys you, y'all fucked up y'all fucked up Rockies fans sorry y'all fucked up yeah well sorry. I'll talk about that when we get to dipshit of the week um, y'all fucked up and I'm sorry about it I, I wish I could root for the hometown team I just can't There, it's it's so hard for me because I want to be a Rockies fan and they're such great baseball fans you're in a room with one uh, our mother is one they watch almost 162 games and we're, they're they're Gone subject right to a hundred. That's what I'm saying. The ghost yeah. of Sarah is there, mm-hmm. uh, and the actual Sarah is there too, somewhere behind the couch, I think. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel I, I do give her a hard time just mm-hmm. because I think that's kind of fun as a sports fan to you know, hey, the Rockies, blah blah blah. But it's it it it's an embarrassment. It it's so bad. It's. This town is they want to support good baseball. They really do. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Red Sox fan. Unless the Red Sox are playing, I would like to see the Rockies win every game. Why? Because that affects my business directly. Not only that, but I am a hometown guy. I will support a good Rockies team. We will not get one. 
gentlemen, this the era of good Rockies teams, we will not get one. We're done with it. Fuck all at 20th and Blake. And we're terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Let's put it that way. And we may have a fourth team joining the Spiders Cup. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Chicago White Sox are yeah, dangerously the Sox, close. The White Sox have been like, they, they, they started at, out okay. And since, mm, the, oh, yeah. since the All-Star break, they have just yeah. fucking plummeted. They're at 98 four, losses with yeah. four games left. Four they games traded left. Those, they traded those three players to the Angels who subsequently just cut them and traded them away. <laughs> When Sotani got hurt. <laughs> we also could have four 100 win teams. We have one. The Braves yeah. are there. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore needs one more. Yeah. Tampa get needs it. three more. They might get it. And then uh, who was it? What was the last one? Houston. Uh, the Dodgers need three oh, the more. Dodgers. Yeah. yeah. They're going to get well, they're, one. They're tonight. getting one today. Exactly. <laughs> one right now. So you and need two so more. Just like last year, we could have four 100 win teams and four 100 loss teams again. Yeah, that whole parody right. thing is great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. parody is amazing in Major League Baseball. Hey, yeah. we're not we're we're not doing great with the you know parody in the NFL this year either. Let's just talk about that. <laughs> well, the Cardinals are winning, and so are the Texans somehow. So yeah, we are. Yeah, aren't we though? <laughs> There's still four teams that are zero three. That happens every year. But they're bad. They're very bad. Okay, <laughs> that's a, you know, you know, bad teams are bad. Yeah. It, you, the parity in every other league is superior to what you see in baseball because baseball yeah, can't get right. a handle on how they spend fucking money. No, no, because there's no regulation of the ownership. Correct. There has to be some kind of there. There has to be something that they can do about how bad the Rockies are. There has to be. There is. There has to be. There yeah. is. Fire the Montfords. They yep. can't. <laughs> there, right. there, there's no Into grounds the for fun. Not from the uh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. well, <laughs> you know, Elon, I don't ask you for much, but could we borrow something? Yeah. <laughs> Elon, you throw in a couple shillings. I bet you that Mark and I could do a better job running this team than Dick and Marty. <laughs> Scarlet and Julia can do a better rolls. job, <laughs> right? Those club level lobster rolls. I'll I'll fucking put together a better farm league team than these jabronis and okay we have Bud a black. better farm league because i like but black jabronis. <laughs> oh yeah you know what and and bud black is in the catbird seat right he's yeah. got one of the he doesn't have to worry about his job security no. he no. gets to work in a beautiful place yeah. yeah he loses a lot which is really going to be the only thing but he knows he has no control over that right yeah. he literally has no impact on on X's and O's and, and he, runs and strikeouts. He's, he, he's got to have the most stress-free managerial mm -hmm. job in baseball. Yeah. Especially it's, for it's brilliant. And they yeah. just keep paying him every year. They just keep yeah. paying him. And it's, I'm fine with it. Like, I'm fine with he's it. He's not a the good problem. baseball guy. I'm, no, he's, he's not, the not the problem. No. no. Literally everything else is the problem. Literally everything well, else is the problem. The fact that we consistently trade away every single bat that we have, except for Charlie Blackman, who's and, no longer and there. pay people. Pay yeah. people to take our best players. Just pay them. And the somehow, highest played, the highest person on the Rockies payroll for baseball personnel is somebody who plays in St. Louis. Yep. And like, yeah. and like eighth or ninth on that list is somebody who retired five years ago, or more. I can't remember when Todd Helton retired. It was definitely more than five years ago. But like, point being, they're still paying ago. him. He's in the top twenty for the players. Mm. Yeah, this team sucks. And their decision making is probably the biggest problem. 
Probably um, no. It yeah, is. no. Yeah, it is. Everything. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you guys, you guys gave them that city block that was a parking lot. So, um, way I to go, Denver. I hate the Monforts. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it's it. Monfort, and you're not going to get rid of them now. You're, you can't. Can we, Unless can we those sell guys stand cranky because as much as I hate that man, um, at least he wins championships. No, they won't. <laughs> they won't. They don't have to. They can just. They, they're printing money. They're mm -hmm. printing money. They don't have to do a fucking thing. The only thing, the that. only thing that will affect change is the gate, and the gate isn't going to change because they people won't. come no, here. No, it's a beautiful stadium. Right. Right. Amazing, go to game there. Right. You know what the pro the biggest problem with affecting the gate is? It's not the people that come here. It's the people that are here. That when the other teams come here, they're already here, so they just go. You know, like all the Brewers fans that show up. You know, they they're sell they're, they're close to selling out Brewers games because there's so many people here from Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Los Angeles. Boston, New York. You know, I feel like I'm doing the thing that we used to do at the end of the podcast right now, oh, yeah. but it's true. There are so many transplants who love baseball in this city. And oh, the Red Sox fill that stadium. Red Sox fans fill that stadium every Cubs time. fans fill. The Dodgers, they they sell out the Mets Yankees. games. They sell yeah. out Yankees games. There, there are the so Braves. many fans from other that this could be such a fun baseball town. And the the Monfords have stolen our fun. And yeah. you, we now have that big, beautiful building that's next to that big, beautiful ballpark that has a big, beautiful rooftop on it. And they don't care about baseball and they don't have to. And unless they find that they're like, I don't know, they have a collection of, you know, I, I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm just going to be outlandish. I didn't want to get in trouble. But if, unless they find out they're just like, out of the league. If, unless they find out that they have like a collection of like dead slaves or something like in their basement, like th that's what's going to affect change. Like well, they, they, they have to find out that the Monfords are like actual horrible people in order are. to get rid of them. They have a collection of Colorado souls in their basement right now. It doesn't. Well, they do, but does that affect change in the baseball field? No, it's got to be like Dan Snyder or what the fuck was the name of that trash from goddamn the Clippers? Oh yeah. But anyways, it's got to be something or the guy from Carolina who did the fucking thing that was also fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Like they, they need, we need to find out if so the Monfords are fucking assholes or sexual assault. Yes, <laughs> yes. Some form of assholity that is not apropos to being right. legal. That, that should not be the only way to get rid of an owner. Let's just say I, that. I, I do have one more baseball note before we move on. I know we've talked a lot about baseball and Matt's eyes are about to fly out of his head because they're rolling super hard right now. Yeah. But um, Terry Francona might be coaching his last couple of games right now with the Cleveland Indians. And um, he may, he may not, he'll Guardians. probably retire. He'll probably the guardians, Indians, whatever the, the team in Cleveland, Terry Frank, whatever. Tito's Tito is going to retire. Started. The teeter Tito is probably going to retire at the end of this year. Um, and I just got to say that that man, is just what a what a fucking great guy that guy is and uh baseball will miss him he's a character and uh tito francona man you had a great career hope you don't retire but if you do enjoy it enjoy it you deserve it all right well said let's move on to a brief hit with the nhl we were going to kick it over to dipshit but she's traveling uh so the really only thing to talk about even briefly is that training camps finally started guys we're getting close one additional note <laughs> I put it on here. I put it Did on you? here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I didn't go ahead. No, well, go ahead. No, take your additional notes. <coughs> I'm sure that's what this is. No, no. I, it's not the one that's on here. Oh, okay. Um, Fire away. Yeah. I was just going to bring up the fact that uh, is anybody going to talk about Nichuchkin? 
He's not. That's for fucking sure. Right. Nobody else is either. No. Nobody's no. saying a fucking thing. You told him. No. I'm not going to answer that question. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> of course Nobody's not. pressuring it. Like he abandoned them in the... last week. Someone brought it up. The pressure. And said, I will not answer or talk about mm-hmm. that. Oh my god! It's that whatever. Anyways, uh, more importantly, oh, here's the thing. I I don't <laughs> I, I don't think there's any there there. Right. I, here's what I think happened. He got hammered. She got hammered. You know, you say out of pocket shit when you're hammered. So the whole passport bad men thing, who knows? It was investigated by the NHL, two separate police departments, and no wrongdoing was filed. I guarantee you he went to rehab. I guarantee you he had a, well, has a problem, right? He's, he's clearly an addict, has an issue, has got it under control, and his team has welcomed him back with open arms. And, and that's, that's, fine. that's what's important. Defense. That's fine. Say that then. Say yeah. you don't even have to say what's going on. Just be like, "Hey, the situation is resolved. There's that no legal said. action that they happened. did say that. They said McKinnon that. Said it. They said Actually. that in July. Well, and McKinnon came out and said, "Hey, Valerie's on the ice, and he's here with his team. That's what he needs to be doing." Mm-hmm. Man, it's it's so insane to me. It's so insane. Whatever. Uh, they, they abandoned. He abandoned the team in like the heat of a playoff that they definitely needed him for. Oh yeah, and, but that wouldn't have been the difference maker they were too no you know they were they, they but they needed him they needed him true true yep. also and it's just it's crazy captain. it's crazy when you're in the public eye like that and you disappear so visually like that you should have to answer for something you're on tv every day it's part of the deal it just is unfortunately or fortunately your public life becomes private you should have to answer for it somehow and that's we you know even us if we were to, you know, something would happen, we would should say something because we have a public forum to do so. Well, and the fact that they're not like addressing it at all is just wild to me. I promise that if you are ever discovered in a hotel room with a illegally immigrated woman, I will say something to the public in your defense. <laughs> great. That's great. <laughs> That is, so not, that. that is not where I saw that one going. No, but, but I'm good much. with it. Yeah, right? yes. We have a free get-out-of-jail-free card with Frank. <laughs> right, sweet. Thanks, uh, he didn't mean it. <laughs> he didn't mean it. He's not the bad man. He's fine. No, but more more fun, the Boston Bruins, who I didn't think they were going to do this, uh, have announced Brad Marchand as their captain this year. Wow. And first off, I just don't understand that they did it. Uh, like The only thing I can think of is – the guys in the locker room must like him that much that they did it because I didn't think that they would replace the C after last year. I didn't think so. I thought they'd have three A's and just run like that. Uh, <clears throat> but there must be something there. There has to be because a, a, a franchise like that doesn't do something like that unless there's a background there. Um, Brad Marchand is one of my favorite players. Uh in hockey has been for, you know, over a decade now. He's just an interesting dude. Uh, very much an irritant. You don't want him with, you know, he's very much Dennis Rodman, Bill Romanowski, you know, those kind of guys. Uh, Brett, what, what's the name? Uh, Stevenson for uh, Indianapolis for all those years with the Pacers. Mm, Lance. Lance, thank you. I, I was going to say Louie, but I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm making up guys' names. It's fine. Um, but, you know, they gave it to him, and I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm oddly shocked, but I'm happy about it because 
I do like him, and that makes him, you know, he's 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 going to be a, a Hall of Famer. He will be in the Hall of Fame, and he will be a Bruins captain in the Hall of Fame now. So that's that's pretty cool. What's that's, the over under for on face many, licks? Uh, yeah, how many how many people how many people does he lick this season? What's the over under? Uh, Give me a number. 15, 15, 14 and a half, 14 and a half. All right. You know what? We're going to add that as a bit. Marshawn face licks. (laughs) Someone's going to have to track that. (laughs) There's a website somewhere. We'll find it. This is like that Russell Wilson versus the bathrooms thing. Oh yeah. He's already halfway there. He's doing it again. Yeah. He's doing it again. He's at six. He's at six. All right, let's move well, on. I liked how he said that that is two total. He's they scored seventy points, so they had ten touchdowns. That is two less touchdowns than Russell Wilson <laughs> has bathrooms in his house. house right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to college football, and we'll touch on the game briefly. But CU got absolutely smoked. What Just is she awful, yelling about? I don't know. She's yelling at the dog. Oh, oh the Rockies just lost. Is she yelling about that? No, she's actually yelling at the dog. Oh, okay. It's tough because I heard Rocky, but you also have a dog named that. So. Yeah, she's yelling at the dog. I'm sure he's he's, he's probably being a nudge. Sniffed anyway, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, guys, I think CU was missing Travis Hunter uh, quite a bit. You can tell that the the depth isn't there for this to take on a top tier team, but things still look good for CU, right? I think they can make a bowl game this year. They've got some winnable games. We'll see what happens the rest of the season. We need to get T Hunter back on the field. Well, and that's the thing. Like they were immediately thrown in the dumpster by national media, pretty much as soon as that game ended. But I'm like, okay, so you have a team that's been built in six months that won one game last year, and they've already got three wins, and they're going against a team that over the last 20 years has made the playoffs almost every time, and has been in national championship games repeatedly. It's the difference of setting up a team in. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. I don't, I don't think you're right about either one of those things. I don't think they've ever been in a national championship game, and I don't think they've been in the playoffs more than once. Am I or wrong? Twice. Yeah. Well, it's I, all SEC and Big Ten here, but I mean, come on. I I get the point of what he's saying, though. Yeah, I do. They they were a very, very, very good. You're team talking for about a very long time. Yeah, you're talking. We're talking about a team who lives on Nike money and gets recruiting just by having the swoosh. Do you see the, the shoes? Did you see the, yes. the heat, yes. the heat yes. colored shoes? God yes, damn. they're so I, fucking cool. God damn fucking Oregon. They're so fucking cool. So okay. But that's how they recruit. It doesn't matter. Like, And they apparently they were getting phone calls from coaches from other franchises and like, hey, you guys should definitely check this out because that would help you against Colorado. Like, And, and Dion's going to be fine. He doesn't have you know, 10 years worth of recruiting going on and Nike money. We're dealing with Colorado who's been the worst team in college football for five or six years now. And definitely the last three. And okay, so, so they've been in the playoffs. They'll be fine. I'm, I wasn't surprised by this at all. They were in the playoffs in 2014 and they lost the national championship game. And they also lost the national championship game in 2010. So, so one play two, three playoffs yeah. and two national championship games. Yeah, and they lost. They won one playoff game and then lost the two national championship games. Okay. That's still – they're competitive. They're highly competitive. Oh, yeah, they're a very, very good team. But you were like, they were in the playoffs every year, and they've been in a whole bunch of that. It was like, holy shit, they're not that good, dude. But, But yeah, it's the difference between six months of putting a team together because we're talking about December until September. And, yeah, yeah, 
a history of tradition that dates back to when Rocco was not a rock, but a dinosaur. <laughs> right. So we've got USC coming in this weekend. Uh, what do we know? It's going to be ugly. Do you know what the over is this game? I'll look I'm it gonna, up. I'm going to take up. that. I'll look it up. USC can't stop anybody, but they can score on anyone. Yeah, and Colorado's kind of the same way, especially yeah. while they're missing their best player. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's the most popular game on the uh, MGM once oh, I get sure. logged in here. Oh, it's not pulling up. Yeah, I'm having an issue. MGM is kind of fucking... <clears throat> Talk amongst yourselves. Let me give you a topic. Just kidding. I don't have a topic. Uh, I'll just USC, Colorado. The... All right. So uh, USC is favored by 21 and a half in this one on the road. And uh, the over-under is at 73. And a... <laughs> oh, God. 74. <laughs> Yo, give me the fucking over. I give take the, the over. over. Hammer that the over. Hammer it. Hammer the over. It's you know what's wild? That's the over like is getting the points. Oh, I'm the sure. The over is actually the better bet right now. Yeah, it is. That's wild. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. All right. Well, well, we reconvene in two weeks. We'll cover that one. And see hammer the happens. over. That's insane. Right? Okay. I, love, I love hammering the over. Right? All right, moving on. Uh, looks like Mel Tucker is out at Michigan State. I, I do want to say, I do want to say, trash human. I do want to say one thing about Mel Tucker. Thank you, Go Mel Tucker. <laughs> thank you, Mel Tucker. No, I want to thank him. I want to honestly give him a good thank you. I, I know where you're going with this. I want stuff. to thank you, Mel Tucker, for doing what you did now and doing what you did to see you years ago. Because without you doing what you did to see you a few years back, we would not have Dion now. And you wouldn't have pulled this shit in Colorado now. And that we, we would not have to worry about that shit stain on our program. So go fuck yourself. But thank you. You awful human being. What what a trash human, man. Just they, they should have known it. And, you know, I hope that I, Michigan State, whatever, they're not hurting for money. It's a giant fucking no. business. But I hope that they get every dime they fucking can from that bastard because he is mm -hmm. just a sack of shit human how do, how do you sexually harass a victim of sexual violence that's like by being soulless and yeah just absolutely soulless like <laughs> what a fucking him and deshaun watson can just sit mm. in a car and box each other to death in the nutsack for all i care <laughs> <laughs> Uh, finally, Fuck also in in the Big Ten, uh, Ryan Day took some offense to what Lou Holtz said, and then took to the airwaves after the game, after yeah, the game, <laughs> and made a run at 108 year old Lou Holtz again. How are you going to go after Lou Holtz? Bro. He's like seven million. <laughs> Bro, what? Did you expect Lou Holtz to say anything else? He's a domer. What did you think he was going to do? Pick your so team? Stupid. So stupid. Like, have some emotional maturity, you fuck. I you just went believe. after somebody's great, 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 great yeah. grandpa. Right. Those are fighting words. You can't God. fight somebody's great, 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 great grandpa. He's the literal embodiment of the fighting Irishman. He's this big with a lisp, and he's 400 years old. The man is, is Methuselah for college football, and you're going to take a run at him on national TV? Shut up, stupid. 
<laughs> I I don't like Lou Holtz as a college football analyzer. I never have, but I've always understood what Lou Holtz is, and I enjoy watching him just because he's such an asset on TV. <laughs> it's just like I, you I know what you're gonna get from the guy. And yeah. He can't. He hasn't been able to speak through his whiskey and since he lost his always, teeth back I've in 1924. His knowledge and his ability to break down a game. I just can't listen to him for a long oh, time. Oh, it's awful because yeah. he changes it such a silent time. And it's, I, it's just me. I just can't listen to it. Yeah, However, yeah, I'm not going to go sound. on national television and yell at the man when no. he's not even right there. It's like, come on, Tank. You got anything to say about this? It's hilarious because <laughs> basically just said, yeah, he can say what he wants. Who cares? Yeah. Just say what he wants. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, Whatever. Can't go after the like, He hasn't like beat Michigan time. yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You haven't beat Michigan yet. You're 0-2 against Michigan. And you needed the last play of the game to beat fucking Notre Dame. Good job, Ohio State. Go fuck yourself. All right, let's go on to the NBA. And we talked about it at the top of the broadcast. But we've got breaking news, guys. Today, this happened today. The Dame Lillard sweepstakes has been won. And it looks like it's going to be Milwaukee who gets Dame for the next couple of years. Uh, Milwaukee's going to get Dame Lillard and they're going to swap some picks. There's a lot of ins and outs and protected, unprotected stuff that I don't think we need to cover, but it's Dame and a pick swap. Uh, Portland's going to get Drew Holiday. More on that in a minute. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and Tumani Kamara. And then Phoenix is getting Nurk, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Now, the news after the trade is that Portland's going to move on from Drew and try to trade him. That, I think, is the most interesting part of the whole thing because that's a really good defensive player who had his best offensive season after 14 years. Let's see where he goes. Early rumors are Miami. What do you guys think? Uh, What's really interesting to me is the biggest problem that uh, Phoenix had in all of our minds was depth. And they just got a lot fucking deeper. Did they, though? They just got a lot fucking deeper. They Grayson Allen's a hell of a player. Grayson Allen's a scumbag. They got rid of DeAndre. And right. Nurk has been abused year in and year out by Joker. Keon Johnson's nobody to sneeze at, either. He's not anybody I mean, to sneeze at. But I don't think they got a lot deeper. I think they added some pieces, but they had to move DeAndre to do it, which I think it was a mistake. Uh, yeah, they that's needed, a big problem. See, for me, I don't think so. I mean, it, there there had to be some sort of you, you got to pull away some of that, you know, natural. There's too many leaders on that team to begin with. There are. There's just there's there's too many people who want the ball that that want you know everything going on with them. And I get what you guys are saying, but I I feel like they just got better. I don't know. They got more think? role players. I'll say that. Did a spaceship just land somewhere? Yeah, it sounded like a motorcycle just drove by your house. That's my house, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like a UFO. Right. I yeah, got scared because I knew as I knew as I was saying it that that was a really bad take, but I just went with it anyways. <laughs> just to see what you guys would do. <laughs> and then the spaceship sound kind of freaked me out. I'm like, oh, I'm getting taken away now. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. But no, uh, Phoenix got some role players, but I mean, obviously, who won this is Milwaukee. Jesus. Oh, I yeah. Mean, absolutely. Right. That, that's there was an immediate shift in the odds for the title next year. 
as soon yeah. as that was announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, instant the one, favorite for the East. Instant yeah, favorite for the East. I think the one thing that might throw a fly in that ointment for them is if, and the other team that's been mentioned, and I don't know if it's been an official rumor or if someone just threw it out there, but one of the other teams that's been mentioned in the Drew Holiday sweepstakes is Boston. Boston has been looking for someone to replace Marcus Smart. They, I think that is a yeah. good fit for them. That would be it a also great also gives fit. you a little bit more offensive punch. Boston could make some noise in the East, as yeah. is, but a lot more if they get Drew Holiday. Yeah, they they are the other than the Nuggets, they are the most complete team in the NBA currently. Well, they need toughness. That's been their biggest issue. They have no toughness, and they have no middle of the floor presence. It's all That's Drew Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so adding Drew Holiday would, would fix be it. a massive mm-hmm. fix on that team. I still think getting rid of Smart was a bad idea, but it was terrible. Yeah, it was awful. Um, <laughs> but Drew Holiday being added to the middle of that um, team would do a lot yep. to help them. All right, so clear winner is Milwaukee. Second place going with Phoenix here. Phoenix, yeah. Boston. yeah. <laughs> if they could yeah, draw yeah, Boston, yeah, Boston <laughs> maybe. You know, and Portland got a lot of pieces and did get some draft capital. So they're they're gonna rebuild. So we'll see what they look like in the next few years, but which is what uh, they yeah. needed to be. Yeah, honest. yeah, they're in rebuild mode for sure. And they want <laughs> they, 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 they absolutely did right by Dame. I would much rather see oh, absolutely. Dame. I didn't want to see him go to Miami because I don't think Miami's quite that good. That was a magical run, and then they ran into a brick wall of a team that's actually really good in the finals. Yeah. I don't see right. Miami doing it again. No, not going to happen. That was, that was kind of a fairy tale thing. Yeah. Boston kind yeah. of fell apart. Yeah. There was a lot of injuries. They, they yeah. just Everything went their way until they went to the Nuggets, they got to the Nuggets, yeah. and then they just got yeah. smoked. Giannis, yeah, Giannis gets hurt. Not, yeah, if Giannis exactly. doesn't get hurt, Miami doesn't get out of the first round. No, right, right. right? They, so, they just they were they got lucky the entire mm-hmm. time. So I mean, I they're still a good team, but they, they're just, bucks, they're good, but they're not great. They're going to be a four seed again, and you know whatever. No, no gets in Bucks finals. That sounds fun. Let's do that. Let's do that. That would be a good. That time. would be fun. That would be stressful. I would love the show. <laughs> that. That'd, That'd be so stressful. Love the absolute <laughs> shit out of that. <laughs> That would be such a stressful series. All right, let's move on to the last bit of the of the cast, and we're going to talk about the dipshit of the week. Tank, go ahead and go first. Oh, I mentioned this earlier. My dipshit of the week is my dipshit over the last decade. Um, the Monforts for making the Rockies a 100 loss team. Fuck you right in the mouth, both of you idiots. Fuck you both. Tank, they they don't care. I, I don't care either. I, I care enough to say fuck you to them because that's what I really feel about it. Yeah. Those idiots have ruined a team that actually was looking good at one point. Yeah. They, they were they, they they had some people that knew what they were doing baseball wise that, you know, could develop some talent and I don't know what happened to that. They they seem to have a decent farm team still, <clears throat> but all of that depth is either too far away or too old now, and they've traded away the stuff that's in the middle. There you go. That's the biggest problem. They Bless always you. trade away the people who are actively good. Bless you. Jesus, you all right over there? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> all right, Mark, who's your dipshit of the week? Um, my dipshit um, goes to Bert who was celebrating yesterday or sometime recently on Sesame Street because he had found a rock. And um, for those of you who don't know, um, 
everyone's favorite, well, seemingly everybody's favorite Sesame Street character, probably the most renowned other than Cookie Monster, is Elmo. And the one thing that Elmo hates in this world is Rocco. And Rocco is his friend, his best friend Zoe's pet rock, who's also a friend, but is also just a rock. And the rock has gotten like favoritism over cookies and uh, picking out movies and saying the number of the day. Just cut Elmo off and threw out the number 12, even though Elmo waited all show just to say the number of the day. Rocco is just a rock. And Bert, you were singing about the rock. And you had the rock in your hand, and you're like, it's a rock. And Elmo's coming for you, boy. He doesn't like that. He's not, he doesn't want you to be singing about that rock, and you're gonna make Elmo snap. And I don't want to be a part of a world where Elmo goes fucking postal and does whatever Elmo does when he snaps. I, I'd like to keep Elmo on the side of good. So Bert, knock it off. Pay attention. How dare you shit in Big Bird's mouth on your way to Elmo and Cookie Monster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I'm a, I'm a little salty because I think Elmo, I think Big Bird and Snuffy broke up. So I'm a little salty with Big Bird right well, Big now. Big Bird died. So let's go. Let's see if the guy died. Yeah. <laughs> the Twitter account is still very active. Right. But I think him and Snuffy broke up. So that I, I don't know about big bird big bird you get you, you got it to make it up to get back with snuffy man you guys were a team <laughs> all right it's like slimy and uh oscar right that little worm was awesome <laughs> love slimy man all right for my well, dips of the week ernie you went with slimy and oscar <laughs> burton ernie was too easy and they broke up too <laughs> All right, for my dipshit of the week, we are going to go to the bustling metropolis that is Brooklyn, Ohio. Uh, and there's a high school football team in Brooklyn, Ohio, Brooklyn High School, and their head coach, Tom McFarlane, who is my dipshit of the week. Uh, this comes from the Associated Press and was posted yesterday. Uh, an Ohio State football coach resigned Monday after his team used racist and anti-Semitic language to call oh, out no. plays, to call out plays oh, during no. a game last week. Brooklyn High School coach Tim McFarlane and his players repeatedly used the word Nazi in a play call repeatedly <laughs> against Beachwood High School. Oh, no. Beachwood is a Cleveland suburb that, according to a 2011 survey uh, by the Jewish Federation of Cleveland, oh, is 90% no. Jewish. Oh, Brooklyn, no. <laughs> it gets better. Oh, no, I can't. Brooklyn stopped using the term in the second half of the game after Beachwood threatened to pull their players off of the field if they wouldn't stop. But according to a statement from the school, several Brooklyn players continued to direct racial slurs at Beachwood players during the game. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't stand it when the adult in the room acts like a moron. When you are the leader of young men and women, you cannot do shit like this, right? There is absolutely, 
positively no room for this in sport. There's absolutely positively no room for this in life. And sports is how we teach these kids about life. And this is a subject that I have a ton of passion for and have put a ton of sweat, blood, and tears into. And shit like this absolutely burns my blood. I don't care if he never works again. I hope his entire family washes their hands of him, and I hope that he is a pariah and has to go coach three-year-old T-ball for nobody in Mongolia. Go fuck yourself. I I agree. Uh, <clears throat> we've dealt with some – I'm not to – I'm not going to make light of the situation, kind of go off of that. I've dealt with some issues uh, recently uh, around, not, you know, personally, but personally, uh, without putting too fine a point on it, of people being casually racist and not even realizing it. <clears throat> and it all comes from people who start as young people, and you're just dropping that in conversation, whether it be anti-Semitic or racist or sexist or any kind of ist. You know, you you you, you gotta be. You, you, I just don't understand what why we're hating everybody. Like it, there's there's too much of that going on, and it's becomes to the point where you can just kind of casually drop it and the people around you are accepting of that and it just spurns this just hatred and just negativity. And it's not good for anybody. It's not. The negativity has got to stop. And I know I sound like an aging hippie because I am. I, I'm tired of, you know, people just being angry about people just because they are people and they're around and they're doing stuff and people saying, Oh, they shouldn't be doing that. What, 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 what are you doing? What, what are they doing about, you know, what, what are they doing to affect you in your life? You're getting into their stuff to stop them. But what, what did they do to get you to that point? Like, you know, that, and it's, it's all over the place. It's not just race, it's everything. And so I, I know where you're, you're coming from, Matt, as someone who coaches and deals with kids and you love that. And that's a, such a huge part of your life. And we love it, love you for it. And you've raised two young men who are loving and accepting of everybody that they come in contact of. And so are you. And so is our entire family. And that takes hard work and positivity and <clears throat> the ability to open up and teach somebody something and be accepting of that teaching. And it's something that, you know, we're, we're all, we all need to work on. And our society is so full of vitriol and hatred and it, it, it just has to stop. And you're right. It starts with the people who teach the little ones. Mm-hmm. So he is my dipshit of the week. Yeah, one hundred percent. Sorry about the rant there, but <laughs> right. Well, I set the stage. Yeah, yeah, you did. It was it was well played. I, I good dipshit of the week, bad guy. Fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit for sure. All right, final thoughts going around the horn. Uh, Tank, talk about the things, all the stuff. Pimp the, the, the thing. You know, do do uh, it. do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. You can uh, find me uh, here, obviously, every other week. You can find me at Nerds That Know on the opposite weeks. Uh, I think we're going to do probably some more short stuff next week, um, during the week. Uh, and then, yeah, you can find me at Knox Nostalgic Collectibles and Tank Knox on all the socials. Um, I'm going to watch this weekend's game, and I'm just going to hope that it's visually impressive a little bit. Go Broncos. <laughs> Mark? 
I told I said something at work uh, today, and I mentioned it earlier. I'll say it again that um, this Broncos team is going to make me want to go to church on Sunday, and it's not because I need to pray or I'm so angry. It's because that is more entertaining than what's going to happen between the Broncos and Bears on Sunday afternoon. So I would rather go do that. I'm not going to do that. It's not going to happen. We're actually going to go look at leaves uh, in Georgetown, which should be fun. Uh, <laughs> But there will be no Broncos game involved in that at all. Oh, uh, but <laughs> uh, you can find us. Matt will, Matt will tell you where all our socials are. Check out, you know, uh, our TikToks as well. Um, doing some fun stuff on those, um, all of our social media channels. Uh, lots of new content coming out from all of us. So, uh, Matt, take it away. Why don't you talk about your TikToks? Because I don't think I have those. Oh, um, so it's just those ads. Yeah, so it's it's the same as everything else. It's at Poffle time. So um, just add it to the list, I guess. We're doing a lot. Okay. We did a lot of stuff with uh, Meow Wolf that came out. Um, you know, more things of that nature. I'll, I'll probably do some more sports takes. Who knows? Just trying to get more active on all the things. So there you go. All right. Well, make sure you check us out on all of the aforementioned social channels on Facebook. You can find us at my brother's an idiot search that you'll see the black logo ask to get in. We'll let you in. We pretty much let anybody in, but it's a private group because we say dumb shit. It's a good time. Mark's Mark's uh, Twitter, uh, Twitch and TikTok's at Poffle time. My, my Twitter is at Puffalopagus. My Twitch is at Puffalopagus. You may be watching it now. You're probably not because Uga my booga hasn't said anything. So we miss you, Uga. Oh, Uga my booga. Right? <laughs> oh, and I do have to tell you, uh, faithful listener Triffin has been a little bit absent. He got a job. So oh no, a, good. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's working. For, he's working for Western Distributing. So good job, oh, yeah, Triffin. man. Yeah. Good for yep. you, buddy. <laughs> well, we to miss get you. Together and taste through a whole bunch of beers with him because that's always oh, a good yeah. time. Absolutely. Uh, they got some brands. Right. Yep, they do. Lone Tree. That's a good one. Yeah, Eddie Line. That's another good one. Man, that's, that's a great one. Yeah, right. Uh, my uh, TikTok is at King Goon Smoke. It's been a little bit quiet lately. We haven't been eating a whole bunch around here because Mama Sarah's on some meds that doesn't let her eat much. So yeah. it's hard for me to barbecue a whole bunch of stuff. But mm-hmm. I think with uh, we don't have a football game this weekend for the little kids. Uh, so I'm going to be working around the house. I think I may fire it up and set aside some ribs and turkey and whatnot and have some stuff set up for me so I can eat that stuff when I want. Hell so yeah. There. Hell yeah. Um, there you go. I think that's all of the news that's fit to print. Uh, we appreciate you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Just spewing at the mouth. I've got, I've got this dog staring at me going, it's time for a snack. It's time for a snack. It's time for a snack. It's time I've got, for a come snack. on, dude. I got to take a piss. Yeah. That's what I've got. I've got the... <laughs> She's literally, I'm getting the, come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, and he's doing the Yoda ear thing. So like he sits back and his ears go boink. And go right <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it looks like baby Yoda. Make sure you take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Take care of each other. This has been My Brother's an Idiot. We'll see you next week on TK, And then in two weeks, back here with the Goon Squad. We'll catch and you Probably some more Idiot's Brunch. And more Idiot's Brunch. We'll see yeah. you next time. See ya, bruh. Bruh. Gene Mingo. There he is.